Okay, I've got a bit of a new setup, so I have to make sure, you know, the mic volume is right. I'm not hitting my P's, plosives in the wrong spots and things like that. But I think we're okay, so we're going to get started. The boy who was in trouble last week, 17-year-old Canadian boy, visits a temple in Nara and decides, hey, I have a good idea. I'm going to take my fingernail. I'm going to carve my name into this temple from the year 710 which is just the dumbest thing you do i my my point last week was don't carve your own name in it and then when they say like did you do this go no no that was some guy called justin bieber not me i think the kid's name was justin so i guess that didn't work out if he if he put justin in there ah flaws everywhere you gotta think your plans through criminals so what the, the temple decided to do was put up a sign. The sign is in English and Japanese, bilingual. The problem is Canadian kids aren't the only problem. As we have the guy in Italy, I forget where he was from. There was a guy who's in Italy and he carved his name into the Colosseum. His name was Ivan, but I don't want to be so racist. And think he's, I think he's from Belarus. I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It's not an exclusively Western English problem to be dumb it is every country so you can't put up the sign in every country in every language from every country so the priest from the temple said in the future we would like to use pictograms so people from all over the world can understand which i think is a great idea it's just what is the pictogram for don't be a moron don't damage the site don't carve your name into ancient temples I would be mostly concerned about curses. You go in there and you put your name on something and you've put your name on the wrong thing, you're cursed forever. I mean, that's the, that's the first issue. So another reason, death note-wise, to put someone else's name on it. Don't stick your own name in an ancient temple on any document, and anything. Maybe that wall you've written your name on is the curse wall. You don't know because you're visiting the temple because you're not an expert. If you were an expert, you would know not to put your name on the temple. This is this shows how nice Japanese Buddhist or Shinto priests or whatever they are were. Is they said this was done without malice. I actually kind of disagree. I think the kid knew it was bad. That's why he did it. It is still regrettable and sad. In Japan, if you damage ancient stuff... I'm trying to decide, like, should I go through all the rules and stuff or make up, you know, get, kind of use my own natural speaking languages, you know, breaking old shit. Uh, the breaking old shit law can be 300,000 yen, which, while a lot of money isn't that much money, or five years in prison, that, on the other hand, is a lot of time. So you got to be real careful uh, where you stick your name. Again, I would be less concerned about 300,000 yen and way more concerned about uh, a curse on my eternal soul. All right, so this is actually a big story. It came up like five, ten times in different feeds this week. And it's because it's a big deal. It is something that everyone loves story-wise. Certainly you don't want this to happen to you or someone you know. Uh, False accusations, false arrests, accusations flying back and forth. Oh, it's terrible. But it is like the whole true crime genre is based on how we like to watch horrible things happen to other people and like just sit back with the popcorn. 
A man was wrongfully arrested in a revenge porn case. A revenge porn is like, I get nudie pictures of you or naughty pictures of you and me together or something. And I say, we've our, our relationship is soured and I'm going to post them on the internet just to get back at you. That is illegal in Japan. I think it's probably illegal in most places, but Japan's taking it pretty seriously. I'm assuming because it must have happened a lot already. Well, how did we get here? A guy was harassing a woman. He was threatening to take nude pictures of her and post them on the internet. Now, the pictures that he sent to her via her Instagram were photoshopped. Apparently, well, I guess, you know, and the average person doesn't care. So she went to the police and like, this guy's threatening to put uh, pictures on me. There were different accounts, but it was clearly all coming from the same person. Uh, the Some of the accounts used this guy's family name. So she said to the police, this guy is sending me stuff. The police didn't do a lot of investigation. They arrested him really quickly. Now they said, because of the urgency of the case, we did not have time to check the IPs. The thing is, in total, they held this man for 40 days. In Japan, you can be held for 20-some days by the police without actually being charged. What they do is they they have, oh, we have this accusation. We're going to hold you for 20-some days. I think it's 24 because of days off or weekends or something. It's an odd number. It's not a number you would expect, but I'm just going to use 20 because that's sort of the base. Then he gets released and they grab him again pretty quickly saying like, oh, there's another charge. We're going to hold you. So they held this man for 40 days. The whole time he's insisting he's innocent. The problem is what do criminals do? If they listen to Ninja News Japan, they've learned that what you do is like insist you're innocent. Don't confess. Make the police do their job. Problem is, if you're actually innocent, you're doing exactly what the criminals do. So, uh, I had no intention of uploading any revenge porn. I don't have any nudie pictures of her. Uh, the, pe- the person sending the threats—that wasn't me. Well, what would a criminal say? That's what the police are looking at you, going, well, "What would a criminal say in the same situation, buddy?" Uh, exactly what you just said. So, we're holding you forty days. The lawyers for the guy—they're pretty accurate. They're saying this is hostage justice to coerce a confession. So I'm being held for day after day after day. I'm going to lose my job. I'm going to have all these other issues. Uh, I I have no recourse. If I want to solve this, to end this, confession is the fastest way. They've had multiple cases in Japan of people who have confessed to crimes they didn't commit because of this very action. But the lawyers saying like, ah, this is, this is, it's unfair. It's inhumane. Uh, what I have learned, though, and this is the part I actually do enjoy about Ninja News Japan, is, is what the things I learn uh, about, you know, police and justice. And something people need to know is that the rules don't, you know, your rules from home don't follow you. I've talked to several Americans who seem to think that American law is international law. Like, they'll talk about, like, they have to read your, your Miranda rights. And I'm like, well, Miranda isn't a thing outside of America. So Japanese cops don't read your Miranda rights. They just actually grab you and take you and hold you. Again, they don't have to actually charge you with anything. It could be an accusation or a suspicion, and they are legally allowed to hold you for the 20x amount of days. And then they can do that for each charge. So then they let you go. And then as you walk out of the police station, they pull you back in and go, well, we're going to hold you for another 20 days for another charge, another accusation. If we have 15 20 accusations, we can hold you for 15, 20 times 20 days. 
we just have to keep like going through that cycle. They can essentially arrest you for nothing for years if they have enough accusations. Like let's say each email is an accusation in this case. They could hold him for 20 days for each email. Now it turns out while he was being held or while he was in one place, uh, information was being sent from another place. That's how they realized this isn't the guy. But again, that would have been sort of the first thing you should have done. That's actually part of checking IP addresses when it comes to internet cases. And if they had done that right away, they wouldn't have held him for 40 days. Maybe they would have held him for the first 20. And maybe you could justify that. But the second 20 days, it doesn't really hold up anymore. Now, what I've learned, though, is you can get 1,000 to 12,500 yen a day for each day you're held by the police. Like if you don't get actually arrested for a char- or charged with an actual crime. The man who was falsely arrested is asking for a senior official to explain to his family and go to his work and explain to his work why he was basically missing from work for 40 days. So like this isn't covered in your time off policy. Uh, you could lose your job because they actually need you to come in and do work. This is one of the problems. Weirdly, the police have statement is, is we don't believe there was any wrongdoing on the prosecutor parts, which of course is how the police think, which is maybe one of the big problems. But that's also the way the laws are set up. So very technically, they haven't done anything wrong, but they're also not held responsible for interfering with an innocent person's life. A group of youths, which is an excellent thing. I now don't want to use group. I want to have like a gaggle, a gaggle. What would you call it? A, a group of youths. Uh, I was all about to say a conundrum, but that just implies sort of negativity. I actually think youths are great. Um, a joy of youths. Oh, that sounds nice. Anyways, uh, in Japan, adulthood used to be 20. It's now been taken down to 18. These youths are now saying, well, the rules say that if I want to run for government... I have to be 25 or 30. Depends on the position. But let's use 25 as our low end. To be like a prefectural governor, you have to be at least 30 years old. To run for mayor or something else or a local election, you have to be at least 25. He's like, well, if we're adults, then we should have adult rights, which would be running for office. Uh, I'm all for this. Ninja News Japan, if you listen for any amount of time, I have complained multiple times that we have way too many 70-year-olds in charge. Way too many people who don't understand sort of the modern aspects of life because they've been in politics for the last 50 years, so they only see politics in a certain way. And anything that's come up in the last 20 years, they don't even like think about it or consider it. I think those guys need to be out. I think we need some fresh blood. I think youth is the way to go. Would I vote for an 18-year-old? Probably not. So again, this is where it becomes a fair system though. Like if community in general thinks 18 is too young to be mayor of the city or governor of the prefecture, then they won't vote for them. But if the 18-year-old is convincing enough, people will vote for them. So I think, yeah, absolutely. Let 18-year-olds run for office, any office. If the world at large thinks they're too young, they're not going to vote for them. It works. Uh, but this is should be a legal right. So a legal right. So they're filing with the Tokyo District Court to be allowed to run for office, certainly in Tokyo. And I am 100% on board. I hope they're successful. This goes to like drinking laws and stuff. Everything should just be established. Either you're an adult or you're not an adult. 
So like America, you're an adult at 18, but you can't drink until 21. What the fuck? That doesn't make any sense. If I'm an adult and I can drive a car and I can buy a gun and I can join the military and I can kill people uh, on behalf of the government, I think I should be allowed to have a cocktail after all that. But yeah, apparently their laws are different and they don't make any sense to me. Of course, here's the other side of youth. It's nice to have a balance between stories. I do enjoy that. There were four boys with motorcycles. and They're driving around. They're like, you know what? This is not exciting enough. One of the four boys is like, let's call the cops. They're driving. It's like three o'clock in the morning. Uh, What the kids do in Japan, they're in like a gang. They drive on the wrong side of the road. They go through red lights and they'll do circles around the intersection and block traffic. And they'll be, they'll ride like four or five motorcycles wide so that no one can get past them. And they'll just be shitty to other drivers if they're out at three o'clock in the morning. And they're like, this is not enough. We're causing trouble, but we're not getting all the attention we need. Certainly not the attention we should have gotten when we were younger, which would have stopped this kind of behavior. Let's call the cops on ourselves. Now, I have, in my many years now of doing Ninja News Japan, talked about bad ideas. Calling the cops on yourself and not expecting to get arrested is is just a bad idea. It just doesn't make sense. It's not the way the world works. So they call the cops, the cops show up, and they get arrested. Uh, While they all admitted to the charges, and they said, we wanted to get the thrill of luring a police car and being chased by it. And I guess you got that? I don't know how much of a a car chase this was. It sounds like they got taken down pretty quick. Although in the news story, they maybe have just cut that part out. But at the end of the day, don't call the cops on yourself. I think might be this week's Ninja News Japan advice for criminals. Uh, in Japan, motorcycle, uh, bicycles, sorry, we just talked about motorcycles. Bicycles are classified as light vehicles, and therefore they must have a bell, just like a car must have a horn. Uh, you could be fined, though there are some rules about the bicycle bell that I didn't know. And so that's why I'm putting out, this is almost like a public service announcement. Uh, bicycles... You can so you're riding a bicycle. You could be fined for continuously ringing your bell. It's a violation to ring the bell for fun. So if you're just feeling joyous riding your bicycle and you go ding a ling, ding a ling, yeah, twenty thousand yen fine for you, bitch. It is prohibited to ring the bell to get people who are walking out in front of you, like pedestrians, out of the way. So you're riding, you could ding-a-ling-a-ling, excuse me, sir, I am passing through. 20,000 yen for you, bitch. The thing is, I didn't know this law before, and I know it now. And I, a couple times a week, do quite long walks. And there are a lot of grannies out there who do a lot of bicycling on the sidewalk, and they really don't want you to be in their way. They feel like the sidewalk is their personal highway. And they ring the shit out of their bell. And I've just learned that they ring the bell at me for walking. 20,000 yen for you, bitch. There's going to be a lot of 20,000 yen fines coming up. Uh, You just look out for me, grandma. I'm coming for you. And that's the way it's going to be. Actually, probably won't. I bet by the time I call them, the police won't show up. This might not be worth it. But if there is ever a problem... 100%, 100%, I'm trying to get an old lady to pay 20,000 yen. Not to me, unfortunately. But, oh, maybe I could do sue for damages. They don't really do that in Japan. It's too bad. What do you do when you're feeling lonely? 
when I'm feeling lonely, I get my little friend here, Dave. I, I scratch him and, and, I, and I, we, we snuggle. Now that's that's really what Dave's purpose is, is to make sure that I don't feel lonely and go off the rails and maybe call emergency services 2,761 times. So I've never called emergency services in Japan. I've never had to. Lucky me. That just means I've had a lucky life. But it also means I'm not lonely and bored and thinking like, how can I entertain myself? I could ride around a motorcycle at 3 o'clock in the morning and call the cops and get them to chase me. Or I could just sit and over a two-year, nine-month period, call emergency services 2,761 times. This lady was very – she said the reason she did it was she was lonely. And I actually find that quite sad. I feel a little bad for the lady because, yeah, she's if she's resorted to this to get attention, she's got nothing going on. And that's a sad situation. Uh, she would call up the fire department and say, I have a stomach ache. I took a large dose of medicine. My leg hurts. And she would ask the fire department to dispatch some ambuli. Then when the ambulance arrived, she would claim she didn't make the call. Uh, we just started out with a revenge porn story where an innocent man was held by the police and abused by the police. But this is the opposite where the police are quite nice. So it's really, it's tough because I do want to give a balanced, a balanced view. Most cops that I've met, I've known, I've dealt with, have actually been really good people. And I feel like they would never falsely arrest me and they would do a proper investigation. But of course, that's just not everybody. In this case, she was warned several times to stop calling emergency services. And she kept doing it, and that's why she's in trouble. Did learn about a scam. Uh, there's a lot of scams targeting older people, and it's usually on the phone. And what they do is call you and try to get you to transfer money, uh, trying to pretend to be a relative or something. But those guys, if they work in an office, it's actually quite easy to track where they are, uh, computer and stuff, IP addresses, much like, again, our first story of the day with a revenge porn. So... How do you deal with that? You get in a car and from 8 o'clock in the morning to 8 p.m. at night, you stay on the highway. And that makes it much harder for the police to find you. They can't ping cell towers as quickly. And, and it's, it's just, if you keep on the move, you're hard to catch. This is actually some smart criminaling. The problem is if you're working in 12-hour shifts, they don't want to stop the car. So you got four or five people in this car. You're in the car for 12 hours. You're driving along the road. Uh, you are pooing and pee-peeing in that car. Which is really gross. So I, I mean, I was thinking about there were 50 cases involved, which are total about 94 million yen in damages. So 94 million yen they've scanned out away from people. Is that is everyone in the car getting an equal share of that? I bet not. I bet there's a boss taking majority of it, and he's paying these guys a salary. When they say crime doesn't pay, this is kind of what I'm thinking about. How much money am I getting paid to be in a car for 12 hours straight to pee in a bottle and maybe poop in a bucket or something? with other guys and the other guys are doing the same thing so this car is rank by the end of the day it is not a place i want to be how much money would you have to pay me for me to do that willingly it would have to be a lot of money and i bet these low-level criminals are not getting the pay they deserve which is why they should unionize i don't think that's going to work out for anybody so this is the last interesting story this is public policy uh the mayor of Osaka has put into place or he voted in a place he put in a proposal he proposed a rule change and he said that the this is a really ballsy move I kind of like this guy he said that government officials should get 
a public review and that public review, if it's low enough, they should have a salary cut. So I learned that the mayor of Osaka makes a million yen a month. So that's 12 million yen a year. Uh, the average salary is four to five million yen a year. So he's making three, four times more than the average salary by being mayor of Osaka. Now that it's actually less than I kind of would have expected, but I'm assuming to get to be mayor of Osaka, you already have funds elsewhere like campaign or your rich family or backgrounds. A lot of uh, political people in Japan, they're, they're institutional. So like their parents were politicians and they're politicians, that kind of stuff. So the way it's going to work is they're going to do a survey of 3,500 residents. And if you get a low enough number, you get a 30 percent decrease in your salary. Now you're still going to be making way more money than the average person, but at the same time, a 30% cut in your salary, that that sends a message to anybody. Uh, the current mayor has overwhelming support. So that's probably why he's pretty confident about this, but again, could change. So I found that an interesting thing. I think it's a really nice idea. I was thinking the way to really make this effective because Again, you kind of use American politics as the standard version of politics because it's in the news all the time. And it's all very rich people. I think if you get low enough numbers, you should actually have your personal funds reduced by X amount of money and put that in. So like a Trump, let's say he's in office, he gets very low numbers, boom, X amount of money goes from his personal accounts into just the tax system. And he has to pay for a system he doesn't like. So if it was a Republican and they get a low score, they have to pay for social services. If it's a liberal, Republican and Democrat. Whew, forgot the word Democrat for the second. Um, if it's a Democrat and they get a low score, they have to take money from their personal life and pay for the military. Probably pay for some cluster bombs or something. Uh, that would That would give you... You would want to keep everyone happy, which is what the politicians are really supposed to be doing uh, in theory. So I'm interested in how this works out. Again, uh, just the the straight-up idea of this guy doing this is pretty cool to me. So uh, we'll see if it has an impact on other aspects of politics in Japan.